Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for any brand in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It is 1234 Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. Guests in the show receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. You can follow the sizzle to Alberta's own Roos Chris Steakhouse. It's the greatest steak you've ever had. 99.90. Jasper Avenue. Reminder, every Wednesday night is date night at Roos Chris, where two can dine for $120. And you can visit Rebecca and the staff at Roos Chris, and they will definitely take care of you. All right, every Friday in Oilers now, we are pleased to be joined uh, from NHL Hockey on Rogers, one of the uh, best insiders in all of hockey, Elliot Friedman, courtesy of the River Cree Resort and Casino again. Uh, Nazareth coming to the River Cree in August. They got the thunder from down under, but I don't know if that's really... Uh, it's it's like a male show review. Uh, I don't want to make any generalizations about our listening audience, but hey, if that's your thing, uh, you can check them out as well. Go visit River Cree and Ticketmaster uh, for information on that front. Uh, you know, they say bad news happens on Friday, and that was certainly the case in Toronto for some. Kyle Dubas named the general manager, and uh, Dwayne Casey fired by the Raptors. All at MLSE. They had people uh, busy today, didn't they, as we bring aboard uh, Elliot uh, Friedman. Uh, Elliot, how you doing? I'm good, Bob. How are you doing? Good. A little bit of running around today for some media types in Toronto? Yeah, you know, they had the presser was at 10.30 your time for Dubas, and uh, there's another one at, I think, 12.30 your time, which I guess is now, yeah. for um, for Casey. And I, I kind of have a feeling that they didn't want to do this uh, today, uh, this way. Um, I, I, they might. Someone told me they might have wanted to do Dubas yesterday, but I wouldn't be surprised if the league said or they realized there was a game seven and they just said, we're not going to do that. And then, you know, I think also with the Casey thing, I think they were worried it was going to get out. So it's not ideal, but it's kind of the way it went down. I know that when I was at the University of Alberta, we let Tom Wilkinson go on a Friday, the last working Friday before Christmas. Ooh. Yeah. And, uh, well, that didn't go over. And the Montreal Canadiens were in Edmonton that night, by the way. Oh, well, I remember... I know you're a big football guy. You remember that Mike White, the former coach of the Oakland Raiders, was fired right around Christmas. Yeah. 
And I think Bill Cartwright was fired as coach of the Chicago Bulls right around Christmas. And you remember Lou Lamorello fired Peter DeVore in New Jersey, I think, the day after Christmas, and he was replaced by Scott Stevens and Adam Oates. So it's brutal, but it happens. Yeah, it's a it's a tough part of the business. So let's, uh, by the way, very quickly, we'll get you to dwell on the basketball side of things because you, so, you did work the Raptors for a while early in your career. Um, yeah. I mean, Toronto is now producing every year, you know, a, a couple legitimate top-flight prospects for NCAA basketball. Do they not have a, a – who's what's the name of the kid that led Canada to, like, the, the U19 championship internationally? Barrett. Yeah. Is it JT Barrett? Or? Yeah, J, his father, uh, Roland Barrett, played with Steve Nash at the Olympics in 2000, okay. the Canada team that did really well. Um, they were five and two. Unfortunately, they just picked the wrong game to lose the semi, the quarterfinal, which put them out of the medal round. Roland Barrett was a really good player. He played at St. John's. Uh, he had a great international career, and his son was the number one ranked player and heading into college for next year. And he's going to play at Duke. And if he continues to go the right way, um, you know, he he's going to be the number one pick next year. It's interesting, like most people talk about the best Canadian player and they talk about Andrew Wiggins, who's now signed a big-time contract at Minnesota yeah. for the Timberwolves. But I don't know, like this kid Barrett, man, he's got that, that killer instinct that some doubt that Wiggins has. Right. So there are guys who tell me that this next kid is better. Who was the other Canadian kid that was a bit of a surprise that went number one? Uh, Anthony Bennett. Yeah. It was, was he out of you? Well, where did he play? He played at UNLV okay, in yeah. Nevada, Las Vegas. He was drafted number one overall by Cleveland, and it just didn't work. Um, unfortunately, it was uh, it was a bust. And uh, but Wiggins was drafted number one next year, and uh, like I said, Barrett might could be in 2019. You know, it's interesting. Like um, as you mentioned, I I broke in covering basketball, and uh, you know it's, it, that was 22 years ago. Um, and I think that, you know, basketball, as you mentioned, in, in, in Ontario and Toronto, it's really growing. I'm, I'm actually surprised and disappointed at how little it's caught on in some of the other parts of Canada. And, you know, Bob, from three provinces away, I don't know if it's like an anti-Toronto thing or it just hasn't worked. But I'm disappointed because I actually thought the Raptors would have a bigger foothold and their TV numbers would be higher in the country by now. Whereas the Blue Jays, you know, the last couple oh, of years... Oh, they're kings. Right. They're kings. Yeah. People, so. but, but you know what? Like, people in, um, you know, and University of Alberta, as you know, is, ha- has a really good basketball program. And didn't Calgary win the national championship this year? They did. I mean, they Calgary upset Alberta in the conference final and that dropped Alberta in the seedings at nationals and then the Blue Bears got blown out in the first game. So... They kind yeah, of fell like, apart late, but when Don Horwood coached that, I mean, they won three yeah. national titles under Don Horwood. So yeah, and I think I saw them win one in Halifax too. Uh, they had a kid named Phil Shearer who was the point. Yeah, that was, was two. Really that was player. two. Yeah, two thousand two. That was the last year the U of A won. They won in. Yeah, they, they beat Western in the final. I, I try not to remember that. It, but uh, Stephen Parker finished that one off with a slam dunk right at the end of the game. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, but you know, I'm surprised, Bob. Like as you, you know, baseball is huge. Like I've right. been to. Like baseball gets enormous numbers, but I'm actually surprised and a bit disappointed how, in some parts of the country, basketball still hasn't gained uh, the foothold. Well, let's go to the other Toronto piece of news yesterday uh, or today rather, and that is about Kyle Dubas. What does this mean, if anything, for the Maple? Does this change? 
Uh, is he going to be more aggressive? And you know, are they going to are they going to potentially move a, a Nylander as an example for a forward? What do you envision happening there? Well, I, I think this. Uh, like, I, I think like Kyle had a good line about himself today. Somebody asked him to describe himself, and I, I don't have the exact quote right in front of me, uh, Bob. But he basically said something along the lines of, "There's a lot of people who try to describe me in a way that fits their own narrative." And I think that's a very fair way of describing him. What I think he is, I do think he's a different thinker. I think he does try to find different ways to understand things. Um, you know, I really, and the few, like he has really tried to stay in the background, but the few times I've come across him, I, I think that he has a really good way of looking at the world in a way that you might not necessarily think that you would look at it. And I think that will be very helpful for him. Um, the other thing, though, that I think about him is he's one of those guys who believes that when you're the Toronto Maple Leafs and you have the financial wherewithal about the Maple Leafs, you should be bending over backwards to make sure nobody has any kind of advantage over you. Now, in the league, we have a salary cap, so there's only so much you can spend on R&D. R&D, yes. my friend. That's Absolutely. where you're going, right? Yeah, like they're gonna, they're they're gonna do a lot. They're gonna have a ton. They're they're gonna hire a ton of people. I think I, I, they're gonna make sure that when it comes to sports science, to video scouting, to all of that stuff, scouting itself the old school way. Oh yeah. I don't think he's new school or old school, Bob. I think he's. I'm going to find every little edge I can to beat you, school. That's the way I think he is. I. You know what I think. It'll be interesting, like some of Babcock's favorites, like a Roman Polak. I don't see uh, Dubas being interested in keeping a player like that. I think he will uh, value the some of the players coming up from the Marlies. But, you know, I, I think it behooves Babcock and Dubas to find a way to work together to win because this market now, they've made the playoffs twice in a row. They want to see more than that. All right, so hypothetically speaking, even though Washington keeps playing here, uh, can Toronto afford to get long-term extensions done? I mean, Matthews is a given. I would strongly suggest Marner's about as close to a given as you could be. The the yeah. wild card is Nylander. Some people believe he might get moved for a defenseman. But in theory, could they sign the, 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 you know, the two big dogs, Matthews and Marner, sign Nylander, and then turn around and still get in on a guy like John Carlson? Well, I don't know if they're going to do a John Carlson, to be perfectly honest. I, I think Nylander is probably a bridge deal right now. Um, you know, I don't think they were really they were hugely happy with the way he finished the season. I, I think if I was Nylander, I'd bet on myself on a short-term bridge and go from there. I don't think he's getting a long... Like, I think if he signed a long-term a year ago, and he kind of the year he had a year ago, his number would be much higher. So I don't know if that's as much of a concern right now. Bob, I think the thing that's interesting is I'm not convinced that Matthews and Marner will sign this year. Now, I'm not saying it won't happen, but I really believe it was a slam dunk that Edmonton was going to do whatever it could to get McDavid done last year, and they did. I think Toronto will ask both those players, but I'm not convinced that those players are going to do it yet. Hmm. And um, I just think that like, again, you always wonder about these things turning into headlines, but I will just say this, and I hope people take it for the way I'm saying it, is that it wouldn't be a huge surprise, I think, to a lot of people if Matthews and Meyer both began next year unsigned.
We're joined by Elliot Friedman, courtesy of the River Creek Resort and Casino. Nazareth coming up in August out at the River Creek. All right, Elliot, let's transition from Kyle Dubas. What happens with Mark Hunter? That's a great question, right? Okay. Um, look, I think people who know Mark Hunter better than me think he will leave. Um, you know, Brandon Shanahan said today he called him on Wednesday to let him know that they were going to go in Kyle's direction. And he called him again this morning to tell him that it was a done deal. Um, he's, um, I, I've had people texting me from other teams saying, what do you think this means for Hunter? Which says to me that if he is available, there will be a ton of interest. Um, you know, I asked Dubas this morning if, if he would consider bringing someone else in, even if there aren't any changes. And he said that would be determined by what's going to happen here. Okay. But he said that you always keep a list of people so you're not caught, you're not caught flat-footed. That says to me, Bob, that this has been discussed internally. They know there's a good chance they're going to lose them, and they've already started to look at who else is going to be available. Um, and you know, it's the Maple Leafs, and the boat should be rising, right? So they're going to have a lot of people interested in that kind of a job if it's available. But I think that Hunter, um, I think the expectation is he won't stay. But I do think that the one thing the Maple Leafs can do is they can go to him and say, what do we have to do aside from the power? Um, you know, what, what sure. do we have to do to make you stay? I mean, <laughs> Toronto can throw money at something more than anybody else can. All right. So switching focus, Lou Lamarillo. Um, what's going on there with the Islanders? I think there's, I mean, you know Lou Amarello. Nobody's getting any information until he's ready to reveal it. But I do believe they're talking, and I, I think it's a possibility. Uh, I think there's a legitimate chance it's going to happen, but I can't say with any certainty. Can he salvage things for John Tavares with the Islanders organization, or do you think Tavares goes to market? Well, I, I think what that'll mean is that Lamarello will reach out and they'll have a conversation. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, if, if you're Lou Lamorello and you get that job, you're calling, you know, Tavares agent Pat Brisson and saying, I'm in charge now, and or I'm here now, and I'd like to meet with you when you get that meeting. I don't know if it changes anything, um, but I think what it does do is it at least gets you a fresh approach. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, a lot of people obviously have linked Tavares as in, they look to an organization like the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah. For John Tavares, who else do you think would make a lot of sense on the Tavares front? Well, I think the bigger question is who's going to get to talk to him, right? Like, I mean, look, San Jose makes a lot of sense. You know, I think Vegas makes sense. But the one thing I really believe is somebody is going to come out of nowhere. And I'm trying to figure out who that is. Like, if you're the Pittsburgh Penguins, are you going to do it? Are you going to say, what's it going to take? Like, I think everybody's going to call him. I'm sure the Leafs are. I'm sure the Leafs are going to call him and say, can we make this work? Like, I look at it like that. I'm, I'm like, like I, think, I think we're going to have teams, Bob, that we are not even considering who are going to call Tavares and say, can we, find, can we get a seat at the table? We want to talk to you. Yeah, it's players like this don't become available. Right. It's interesting with Montreal. I mean, I look at uh, the acquisition cost on Jonathan Drouin, who I do not think is a center. 
I also don't think Galchenyuk is a center. I wonder if, if Montreal might end up dangling the number three overall to get in the mix for a, uh, you know, a potential 1B center because nobody's trading them. So you'd have to look to organizations that would have depth down the middle. And, uh, you know, they, they, they also have Max Pacioretty. So what do you think happens there at Pacioretty? Do you think he's as good as gone? I think he'll probably get traded, yes. Yeah. 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 Interesting stuff. No question about that. Elliot Friedman joining us from uh, NHL Hockey and Rogers. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers now. Uh, so we, we've talked, uh, and Thornton, is, is it an automatic he goes back to San Jose on a one-year deal, or do the Sharks maybe need a little bit of uh, space there to get in the Tavares uh, sweepstakes? Well, they got a lot of space. They got like $20 million, right? Right. So, I mean, I think the, like it sounds to me like, you know, Bob, I remember last year when Thornton was hurt, there were a lot of teams that went after him, like the Kings did, the Leafs did, the Rangers did. And I heard one of the reasons that Thornton decided to go back to San Jose, well, first of all, he loves it there. He loves being a shark. Yep. No, that's number one. But number two, he was coming off a bad injury. He knows the setup there. He knows the doctors. He knows the rehab staff. They know him. Like, it was a situation where everybody was comfortable with the injury. And I think one of the things Thornton worried about was if he went somewhere else that didn't work, it wouldn't be a great situation for everybody. And I was told a couple of the teams said they really appreciated that reason because they thought it was fair to them and him. So now you've got the same injury, but on the other knee. I just don't see how that changes. Like, I could see the Sharks saying to him, Joe, we're going to work this out, but, you know, we got to wait because we got to sort out, you know, what we're going to do with a Keen or a Tavares if we're, if we're in on them both. And the other thing, too, is don't forget, they got to extend Logan Couture after next year. Yeah. Uh, Logan Couture had a pretty good playoff, so that's going to be a big chunk, too. Elliot, you just uh, you mentioned, uh, and we're going to give uh, Tyler credit for this, and it's not Tyler Dello, but a different Tyler, uh, and he's saying, Bob, you know who might come out of nowhere on Tavares? What about Dallas? Because Jim Nill has gone big game hunting on centers before. Yeah, I, I think I think there's going to be a ton of teams like that. I mean, like, I, let me ask something, Bob. If you were if you were the GM in Edmonton, yes. If you were Pierre Shirelli, yes. Wouldn't you just call to say yes? Because I know how I could get there. I know how I could create the space to make that happen. Yeah, like like wouldn't you just call to say, hey, is there any chance that that John Tavares would want to play with Connor here and play like, with Connor McDavid and Leon Drysaddle? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I mean, you're not doing your job if you don't make that phone call. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's uh, for sure. I think that it, it totally makes sense. Which defenseman? Give me a couple defensemen, just to wrap up, Elliot, here in a final minute or two. Which defenseman do you think maybe one or two guys might be the most likely to move in the offseason? Ooh. Um, guys that are decent, uh, you know, have got some decent offensive ability. Well, I mean, Carlson, Eric. Still, you got to sort that situation out. Yeah. Um, you know that's so that's you know Dougie Hamilton down the road. I you know I think or uh, or maybe someone else on that blue line. I, I think Calgary's going to try to shake things up. And I mean, I, I think that the thing about Dougie Hamilton is teams are going to want him, so they're going to ask. Right. You know that would be a guy I, I would mention. Um, I'm trying to think, like, who else would... Uh, how uh, how much change do you foresee in Carolina? I see some. Um, yeah, I'll tell you this. I've heard there's a lot of interest in Jeff Skinner. 
Okay. Not no, as much. The- and Falk is on a completely different level than Carlson and Hamilton. I mean, Car- well, he's not at the same level. Not, that's what I mean. He's, he's on a completely. He's guy. yeah. You're talking about a guy that's a couple. Uh, I mean, we've got analytics guys that can't stand Justin Falk in Edmonton. Really, eh? Oh, in Edmonton, that text me on a daily basis and say, "I hope the orders, you know, aren't in the. You've brought him up before, but uh, I mean, Dougie Hamilton's a pretty good defenseman. So, and, and yes, Eric Carlson's won the North. So we are yes. talking a little bit different stratosphere. Yeah. Hey, Elliot, one final question for you. When does 31 Thoughts come out? Because usually you, you do it after each round of the playoffs. It's coming out this afternoon. I had to delay it today when the Dubas thing got done. All right. Well, you know I, what? I was, wor- I was working on it when you interrupted me. Well, on that note, uh, next <laughs> next week uh, you will have uh, Brendan Ulrich uh, do an interview with you. I'll be down in Southern California. So. What are you doing? You going on vacation? Well, I, we're just going down to Southern California. Yeah, we're, uh, we're looking at opportunities down there. And, uh, no, I'm going to Disneyland. Oh, great stuff, we, man. We didn't win the Stanley Cup, but I am going to go to Disneyland. It's an annual family. Here, do you want to hear the liner for it? You might get a chuckle out of this. Just while sure. If you're, I can do it right now, Elliot. Uh, if you're looking for a fun destination this year, take the kids to Disneyland. It's the happiest place on earth for the kids. Fabulous fun. <laughs> fabulous fun, great food, warm weather. Book now with New West Travel. Your Disneyland California package includes nonstop airfare, four-star hotel for seven nights and five-day attractions pass. Reservations to Disneyland, call New West Travel. You like that? The happiest place on earth for the kids. That's really funny, i got to say, Bob. Now, we went to Disney World in Florida. We took Max right. for the first time ever this year, and we had a great time. So I will say that even the parents, like that dress. Uh, I li- you can say the same. I like it. Uh, we went to a Disney World in 2010, and mm-hmm. the last six years, we've, we've, we're Disneyland vets at this point. So, Wow. I cannot. You've been there six years in a row? Yeah. Oh, man, you are a more patient guy than me. I could not do that. Oh, my. Year. You know, the ESPN, oh, just so you know, the ESPN Sports Zone in Anaheim is uh, less than 125 feet from my hotel. Wow. So you can imagine where I spend most of the nights. Yes, I have a pretty good imagination. And my wife, Kathleen, and, you know, she's time for you to go, Bob. Go to the SPN Sports Zone. Go watch some. Go watch the NBA playoffs. Go watch the NHL playoffs. It's all good. Elliot, awesome stuff. Take care. All right, Bob. Have a great weekend. Send me that number, okay? Thank you very I much. I'll do it right away. Okay, yeah. thanks. That is uh, Elliot Friedman. It is 12.55 in Edmonton. I think we can go, can we go right up to 1 o'clock here? Uh, we've got Brenton Dreger with a global news weather traffic update coming up at 1 o'clock. And then uh, we'll get an update. Hey, we got a preview, a series between the Washington Capitals. How awesome is this? Uh, Al May, who's like Elliot, one of your uh, favorite guests that we have here on our show, Oilers Now. Al May will join us at 105, and we'll take a look at the Washington Capitals' upset of Pittsburgh. And then, and then, focus on... The Caps versus the Lightning three times in four years for Washington into the conference final. Sorry, for Tampa Bay, three times in four years for the Lightning in the conference final. This is Oilers Now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca. Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports certificate of authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton 
showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.